Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Listeners of the forecast with Harry Enton. It is I, Harry Enton. And no, I'm not down south. I am still in New York City. Last week, of course, we discussed the dilemma posed to Nancy Pelosi when it comes to impeachment. This week, we're jumping back to my favorite topic, the 2020 Democratic primary. A CNN national poll released earlier this week found that Joe Biden continues to lead the Democratic field with 32 percent of the vote. He's followed by Bernie Sanders at 18 percent, while no other candidate reaches double digits. Biden's lead has shrunk a little bit since the last time CNN was in the field in late April when he rang in with 39 percent of the vote. But I think it's important to take a step back. Let's not focus on the month to month jumps. Let's focus on the entire picture. And when we do and compare, say, the latest CNN poll taken in late May to a CNN poll taken in mid-October, what do we find? We find that this presidential race is very static. There has not, in fact, been a lot of movement. Let's start with Joe Biden. As I just mentioned, he was at 32 percent in late May. Back in mid-October, what was he at? He was at 33 percent, just a one-point difference. How about Bernie Sanders? He was at 18 percent in our latest CNN poll. Back in October, he was at 14 percent. But it's not just first and second place where the race has stayed pretty static. Take a look at third and fourth place. Back in October of 2018, third place belonged to Kamala Harris. Who's in third place now? Kamala Harris. Back in October of 2018, Harris rang in with 10%. Now she rings in with 8%. How about fourth place? Fourth place back in October? Well, you guessed it. It was Senator Elizabeth Warren. She was at 9% back in October. Now she's at 7%. Even Beto O'Rourke, who was at 7% in October, is now at 5%. These are very, very small differences. The only person who's really seen a significant bump in their polls? Well, it's the mayor from South Bend, Indiana, Pete Buttigieg, who rang in at 5% in our latest CNN poll back in October. He wasn't even asked about. So what to make of the fact that this race is incredibly stable? Well, first, I should point out that there are a lot of voters who aren't tuned into this race. A Quinnipiac University poll taken in May found that only 44 percent of voters said they were paying, quote unquote, a lot of attention to the presidential race. That means, of course, a majority were not. But just because a lot of voters aren't tuned into the race right now doesn't mean that voters' minds will change once they do, in fact, zoom in on the 2020 race. When you look at the CNN poll and you look at those voters who say they will definitely support the candidate they're currently supporting, Joe Biden leads in that race, too, with a little bit over 40 percent. Bernie Sanders, he's in second place in that group as well, just as he's in second place overall. Indeed, it may be a little bit much to actually expect that this race will be that volatile overall. Take a look back at 2015. 
You may recall, of course, that Donald Trump entered the race and within a month of entering the Republican presidential primary, he jumped to the lead. A lot of people such as myself thought that lead wouldn't hold, that Trump's name was all about name recognition. Once the other candidates got to become better known, Trump's lead would fall by the wayside. That, of course, didn't happen. Indeed, there are plenty of primaries in which the person who's currently ahead goes on to win the nomination. Remember, that was the case for Hillary Clinton in 2016. That was the case if you go back to, say, 2000 with both George W. Bush and Al Gore on the Democratic side. But yes, there are races where voters change their mind along the way. Go back to 2008 and the Democrats and Barack Obama. Go back to 2004 and the Democrats and John Kerry. Go back to 1992 and the Democrats and Bill Clinton. Or go back to 1988 and the Democrats and Michael Dukakis. The fact is, is that there are about an equal number of cases in which the early leader went on to win the nomination and an equal number of cases where the early leader did not, in fact, go on and win the nomination. We just don't necessarily know which year that this is. With Joe Biden's lead seeming to settle between 30 and 35 percent, My guess, exactly what you might think it is. There's probably a little bit less than a 50% chance that he goes on to win the nomination based solely on what the polls are indicating right now. That means that we have to keep a close eye on the race and expect the unexpected. It could be that Biden basically floats to the nomination, or it could be, in fact, the case that one of the candidates who's behind him right now, whether it be Sanders, Harris, Warren, Buttigieg, O'Rourke, or amongst the other 20 billion candidates running right now, actually goes on to win. Well, folks, speaking about stability, there's one thing that keeps me stable, and of course you know what it is. It's fried chicken. I'm not sure which place I'm going to get it at, but I am going to get that fried chicken because I really, really want it. Speaking of things I really, really want, I really, really, really want you to subscribe to this podcast. You can do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or you could call up my mom. Actually, don't call up my mom. And if you like what you've heard, leave a comment in the comments section. Leave five stars so that other people can find this podcast. I'll see you next time. This has been The Forecast with Harry Enton.